What's going on, everybody? You are now locked in, tuned in to the greatest podcast for young entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who are tired of being entrepreneurs. Listen, y'all, today is Monday, February 21st. 2022 and as usual man my energy is on a high i'm feeling great i'm listen man i'm feeling wealthy oh that's a new one i'm feeling wealthy today right wealthy in my health wealthy in my mindset well listen wealthy i can't even talk right wealthy in my finances i'm feeling wealthy today y'all and i hope that you're feeling the same way listen man i've been inspired i've been inspired y'all I'm going to be real with y'all. Um, I think I've told y'all before, like, I don't watch much TV. I gave that up a long time ago uh, when I started chasing my dreams. I just realized that I needed to spend more time studying. I needed to spend more time learning. I needed to spend more time developing and working. So I cut out some of the leisure things I used to do, right? <clears throat> but I do have certain things that I watch. Me and my wife have a show that we watch together. It has nothing to do with business or anything developmental. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But me and her, we watch some things together here and there. Um, I've gotten into this show called The Prophet, you know, Shark Tank, those type of shows. I watch pretty much regularly now because I'm learning while I'm watching them. But man, every so often, something drops that really inspires my spirit really gives me a battery in my back. And by now, you should know that I'm talking about Kanye's documentary, right? If you haven't seen it yet, some shame on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to say shame on you. You deserve a spanking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you deserve one of them old school where they hang you over the knee and just start slapping. That's what, that's, <laughs> that's what you deserve for not, for not uh, tuning in to that greatness, Right? Now, regardless of how you feel about Kanye, regardless of that, his story is so inspirational. So inspirational, y'all. So today we're going to break down three business lessons that I learned from the first episode of the documentary. And I don't know if this is going to be in order. And I'm just going to say spoiler. I don't know why, because it's a documentary and you can't really spoil it. We already know who Kanye is. However, I am going to kind of get into some things that you may not have known if you have not watched in the documentary. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but most most of all, it's, it's just lesson based. Right. I had to write these things down this morning because like I, I, I watched it a couple of days ago, but I had to go back and review. Right. I had to go back and review because it is so, so much so many layers to it. Right. And I guess I'm, I'm going to go here first. When you watch the documentary, you may think that that documentary is just about Kanye, but it's not. It's actually about the manifestation of several dreams at once. If you watch the documentary, you realize that this documentary was um, filmed um, throughout his ascension, right? Meaning that somebody had the wherewithal to start filming him before he became famous before he became anything yet, right? I mean, he had done some... He, I, I don't want to say that. He had done beats, but he was really unknown at the time. Nobody really knew who Kanye West was. If you watch the documentary, you will see they was misspelling his name. Nobody, like, nobody really knew who he was. However, there was this guy, I think his name is Cotty, 
um, he was he was very interested in film, like filming, right? And I believe he was going to go to film school, but he didn't go because he saw potential in Kanye and said, I'm just going to film this. I'm going to be there for his whole journey. I'm going to film everything Kanye. So right off the bat, my first lesson that I learned from this documentary is who else benefits from your dream? Because it can't just be about you. I think sometimes when it comes to entrepreneurship, a lot of us, we're, we have selfish intentions. And we really need to check that. We really need to fix that. We, need, we really need to change that. Because sometimes it could be selfish and self-centered. We want to do this because our job is getting on our nerves. We want to do this because we want to be rich. We want to do this because we want to have things. But it's not just about us. And if it is just about us, nine times out of ten, you probably won't make it. You need those other energies around you. You need to have other whys to why you're doing it. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it just being you initially. I'm not saying that. But I'm going to be real with you. The thing that puts a battery in my back is my kids, my wife. That's the thing that gets me going. That's the thing that keeps me inspired. That's the reason why I can't quit. That's the reason why I have not quit. Because honestly, if it was just about me, I would have quit by now. But I'm trying to create a legacy for my kids. I'm trying to make sure that my kids never, if they don't want to, have to work for anybody else. Never, if they don't want to, (laughs) have to chase after uh, money or finance or any of those things. I want them to understand what life is without those worries. I'm trying to make sure my wife never, if she don't want to, never has to go work a job. (laughs) I want her to be able to chase her dreams, her to be able to to live in the fullness of what she is purposed to do. So the sacrifices that I make are worth it simply because it's not just about me. It's about them. It's about others. It's about what I'm going to be able to create one day for the youth. It's about the freedom that this gives me in order to go to the schools, in order to be able to have finances, in order to give and help build. I'm like right now, I I pretty much work out out of my church. Right. I'm doing a podcast right now. I'll I'll usually use the recording equipment here, but we had a little hiccup a couple weeks ago and I got a little scared. So I stopped using it because I was recording and the podcast just totally cut. So now I'm, I'm just recording off the phone because I can see. That is recording, right? But I pretty much work out at church, like like with my with my business. I wash, I pretty, I wash all the shoes here. I take my photos here. But I'm also helping to build it, right? I'm also helping to build it. So here's what I'm saying: my dream also benefits those who are around me. My dream is not just about my dream. I'm also helping someone build their dream. I have several whys to why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like I said, I have to build that community center that teaches entrepreneurship. I have to somehow get a curriculum into the schools about entrepreneurship. I have to. These are things that I must do. And while I'm watching this documentary, I'm seeing that it wasn't just about Kanye. Kanye took a whole crew with him. Consequence, Ron Fest. People you may not even have heard of. He even helped elevate Common, and they haven't even gotten to that part yet. And the guy who filmed Kanye's documentary 
Aside from this, he's went on to win to win awards in film, all because of one dream. One dream fed other dreams. Does your dream feed anyone else? Or is it just about you? The reason why some of us, some of our visions don't come to fruition is because it's just about us. And that's not the way that life works. It's not the way it works. It's not the way it's ever worked. It's not the way it's going to work now. It doesn't work that way. We know that. And, and, and listen, we got to honor that. So the next thing that I, that I got, oh, look, before I move on, not, not just was his dream. Like I said, the film is like a manifestation of several dreams. One, another dream that was manifested within that film, just the first episode, was his mother's. His mother's dream. All that she had put into Kanye. And not just that, she had her own thing that she was doing. She was, she was top-level teacher. She was a top-level teacher in English. Um, some of the things that she did as far as um, uh, social justice, right? She was a part of, of some of these uh, the civil rights movements and things like that. So not only is his dream being manifested throughout this film, not only is uh, the filmmaker's uh, dream being manifested throughout this film, not only are the other rappers and the other producers that were surrounding him, not only him... But also his mother. Like this thing is a trickle down effect. And I'm going to be honest with you. Your dream should be contagious. Your passion should be contagious. The level of vision that you have. The perseverance. The resistance that you have. It should be contagious. Other people when they get around you. They should feel like man. I got to dream bigger. Man I got to do better. Man I got to level up. Man I got to fill in the blank. So that's the first thing that I got. It wasn't just about him. The next thing that I got is that he had an unshakable belief in himself. But I'm going to go a little bit deeper than that because I feel like we know that. I feel like we know that we got to have an unshakable belief. I think we know that. The thing that I thought was deep was the source of his belief or the sources of his belief. One was his spiritual belief talks a lot about his spiritual belief throughout this, right? The next was the installation of belief from his mother. As parents, if you're a parent listening to this, please listen to me. One of the main one of our main jobs is seeing our kids gifts and pouring into those gifts. Ex- and like like extracting those gifts. Investing in those gifts. Investing in their confidence and their belief. Getting him to believe in themselves more than what they see. His mother did that. The talks that she would have with this man. I'm like, no wonder this man has so much confidence. He got somebody in his corner that believes in him so much. (laughs) No matter what, he has a support system of belief. And I think this is one thing that a lot of us entrepreneurs lack. And I'm telling you right now, I'm a part of your, your, your belief system. I'm a part of... The support of your belief. Even though some of you that listen to this podcast, I never met you. Some of you I have. Like, I want you to know that whatever that dream is, whatever that goal is, like, I believe that you can accomplish it. Why? Because I'm in the trenches with you. That's what this podcast is all about. I don't know if you realize that. This podcast is not necessarily about teaching you things. This, this podcast is about sharing experiences. 
This po- I'm telling you what I learned. <laughs> I'm telling you what I'm going to apply. And hopefully it helps you. I'm not here to say, hey, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do that. That's all I'm here to do. Some days I got to come on here and even though I feel like quitting, I'm telling you to go on. That's me believing in you. So there's an ecosystem of belief that Kanye had. It wasn't just about him. When there was times where he wanted to hang his head, other people were around him. Nah, bro. Nah, nah. We gonna make it. We gonna do it. When he was when he was going through and um, rhyming for people and 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 because uh, he didn't want. He, we gonna get to that later. Never mind. I, I don't even want to give it up yet. But when he was going to um, show people his talent, showcase his talent in front of people, in front of the execs at Def Jam and all these different things, he wasn't there by himself. He had people that were literally like like hype men, hyping him, you know, like uh, spitting in between the rhymes with him and all this different stuff. He had most definitely uh, Talib Kweli putting him in positions to where other people can hear his rhymes. Other people can see what he, um, what he had. He had an ecosystem of belief. So that unshakable belief that you see, that confidence that you see in people, understand that a lot of times it's an ecosystem of belief that's going around. It's not just them. But I don't got nobody that believes with me. I don't believe that. (laughs) You may feel like that, and that's valid, but I don't believe that. I believe you got somebody in your corner that believes. I believe... That if you believe in, in God, in a higher power, that you got to believe that God believes in you. So if nothing else, you got that. Because God invested life into you. So if it, get, if it let, you know, you know the cliche, if you woke up another day, you got a part. God ain't done with you. You got a part. So that investment alone should make you go run. That investment alone should make you go do something with your life. That investment alone should give you the unshakable belief that no matter what. I'm destined. Where does your belief come from? What is it rooted in? What is it rooted in? We need to create that ecosystem of belief from what you read to what you watch to what you listen to. To the things that you see. I got to be more conscious of this. Like I got I got certain things written down, folded up and I put it in my wallet. But I need to get more conscious of just reading that out every day. I got some things that I wrote down and I just need to make sure that I'm looking at it every day. Why? I'm trying to create an ecosystem of belief. Last but not least, this is this is just strictly strictly a business thing right here. We talked about two things that, you know, regardless is is things that you need to um, need to have no matter what your path is. This one is strictly business. Kanye. um, the reason why I feel like his path was undeniable outside of his work ethic, outside of his belief, outside of him pressing forward and being resilient and and going after it no matter what, despite all the no's. My man got a million no's, a million no's, a million no's. He got no's from people that was actually paying him for beats. <laughs> this is crazy. This is nuts. He got no's from people that knew his talent. But just didn't want him to step outside of that because it benefited them. That's a whole nother. That's a whole. 
That's a whole nother <laughs> podcast right there. Unique selling proposition. Kanye, what he was bringing to music was so unique that it was undeniable as long as he kept pressing the envelope. Right? Now, I'm a big proponent of we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Kanye did not invent music. He did not invent production. He did not invent any of that. However, he did put his own twist on it. He did learn from his mentors and then cultivated that and 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 did it on his own like like the the soul beats the 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 samples sped up and different samples intertwined with another sample like he kind of put a stamp on that not saying that it wasn't done before we got jay dilla we got certain people that was doing it before no id which is one of his mentors but he took some of these things cultivated it made it his own did it a little bit different and here you have 20, what, 20 something years of success now? What's your unique selling proposition with whatever product? I say this all the time. I didn't, I didn't create shoes. I didn't create reselling. Now that we're selling clothes, I didn't create any of those things. Right? But as far as the unique selling proposition of what we do, and I'm still figuring this out. Like I said, I'm, on, I'm in the trenches with you. But one of the things that we do that stands out in the marketplace is the way that we treat our customers. That's number one. That's number one. Every customer gets a handwritten note. Every customer, when they get that package, it's carefully like you can feel the love when you open the box up. But I'm thinking of other ways we can stand out in the marketplace. One thing when I read Phil Knight's book about Nike, the orange box, that was a way that they stood out. They didn't create shoes. They didn't create putting shoes in boxes. But at that time, everybody had brown boxes. Everybody. They created an orange box. So I'm like, okay, how can we stand out even there? But I'm but if if nothing else, you can create a superior product just by your product being presented in a better way. Better picture, in, in my case, better photos, uh, better cleanliness, better ship time. These are different things that, that, that we can, like literally the reason why uh, people will choose Amazon over a lot of other places. Some people choose Amazon over going to a store that's, that's a mile away from them <laughs> because of convenience. Amazon created convenience and it's quick. Not only is it convenient, but I can literally get up and take my butt over to Walmart, which is one mile from my house. Or I can go buy whatever charger or whatever else I want to buy. I'm going to get it from Amazon. Why? Because they probably deliver it the same day if I do it early enough. I ain't got to leave the crib. Convenience plus speed. Most people will argue that, that the products that Amazon sells are not necessarily superior. They're usually the same products that you can get at a store, to be honest. But it's a one-stop shop for everything. It's convenient and it's quick. You can't... You, that's a trifecta right there. So, like I said, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Some of the things that, that can be unique for our specific business is literally just finding the gaps. I saw that in reselling, a lot of people like they like, yo, I want a product that is just as the description says. I want what I see and I want what I read about this product to be the same when I get it. That's something super simple, but I promise you is not is not the standard in, in, in our industry. 
In our industry, a lot of people, they, 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 they manipulating photos, they doing all type of stuff. And then when that person gets that product, it, it's a letdown. Most of my customers, and I literally can rattle off all the reviews that we got. Most of my customers are surprised at that they actually got that product for that price in that condition. When they get it, they're like, yo, this is better than what the photo showed. I don't know how, but hey, the experience is better. So now you're shopping with your boy because the experience online, you don't even get to meet me. But even in my description, my description is different. I make them feel like they're getting greeted in my description. Welcome to RIB Athletics, where we treat our customers like five-star athletes. Ooh. Okay, how'd that feel? I feel like when I was when I was younger, I felt like everybody wanted to feel. Not that they wanted to be the, the five-star athlete. Everybody wanted to be treated and felt feel like that five-star athlete. So I same feeling. Now, how do you create that feeling? On an online space. Well, with words, with the product, with the speediness, with honoring the customer. These are how this is how we do it. This is how we do. This is how we do it. So listen, y'all, I hope that you got something from this podcast. Those are the three lessons that I learned from episode one. Uh, Episode two drops tomorrow. This is not an advertisement. However, I think you should go watch it. I think you should also go watch The Profit. I think you should watch every episode of any business or anything that's going to inspire or motivate you. We need all the inspiration and motivation. We need to see these stories because these stories show us why we should persevere. Because it may take years. There was years. Kanye has a line that I love from one of my favorite songs by him called Spaceships. Lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day for three summers. Right? He's just talking about just just to get his beat out, just to get his production out. He had to do that. And here we are on year one, year two. Oh, Lord. why? Listen, man. Like I said, I hope this podcast helps. I hope that you share this podcast out. I hope you leave a review and I hope that you have the the most amazing day that you've ever had. The most amazing day that you ever had. I hope God like literally gives you some type of revelation today. You know what I'm saying? I hope I hope blessings just fall upon thee today. (laughs) And listen, man. There's no luck added to this journey. There's no luck. Right. I don't believe in luck. I believe in blessings. I believe in favor. I believe in all those things. Luck ain't one of them. Make it happen. Make it happen. And I'll see you on the next one. Peace.